You can take your seat. We've got a little more praying to do before we move on. And so I'm going to invite uh, our summer interns to come forward. We want to introduce you to our interns. And every summer, uh, we bring on a few students who are going to come and work alongside us as we do things like BBS and, and our normal programming. And so interns, if you're here, come on forward in the room. Uh, so we're bringing on Danae and Jeremy and Tegan as our interns, and we've also hired Amber this year, and Amber is going to be kind of the overseer of the interns. She'll be joining us as well this summer. So first of all, would you welcome our newest staff members here at Meadowbrook Church? So they will be starting next week, and they'll be working uh, throughout the week and on Sundays, and will be working with us through the summer, and uh, they'll be helping out, as I said, in a variety of different ways. But we want to take some time to bless them this morning as they get ready to begin a new phase of their ministry. So all of them will be under the accountability of Renee, who is our Kids and Youth Director. So Renee is going to pray for them this morning. If you could join me in praying over them by just reaching a hand out. That'd be awesome. Dear Holy Lord, thank you so much for Amber and for Jeremy, for Tegan and for Danae. God, I just pray that as Amber is taking on this leadership role, overseeing the interns and being a hand to myself, God, I just pray that you would guide her and that you would teach her all that you have for her this summer. Lord, may it not be my own wisdom that comes through to pour upon her, but may it be yours. I pray that she just would soak it all in before she goes off to Bible college. May this just be a blessing and a wonderful season for her. God, as I lift up Jeremy to you, I just pray that um, your glory would shine upon him, that he would see your face and he would encounter you like nothing he has ever seen or encountered before. May the summer just be an awesome one, full of memories and new experiences. And I just pray that he gets closer to each and every one here that you have a foundation and a community of believers to call upon. God, as we pray over Tegan, I just pray that your power would surround him. Let no force of the enemy come close to each of these guys here. I pray that you would embolden his spirit and teach him all that you have for him this summer, how he has grown by volunteering from such a young, young age, and now he is here as an intern. So I just pray that your your spirit would just come upon him so heavy and so beautifully. Thank you, Jesus. And God, as we lift up Danae to you, I just pray that your strength would be hers to call upon. I pray that no, no portion of her own will would shine through, but that your plan for her this summer would, would be present and that she would know it and that she would lean on you. God, I just pray for each of these interns as they're coming on this summer. Teach them all that you have. And go beyond what we expect. Let it be not our own will, not our own designs, not our own ideas, but let it be yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, worship team.
All right, well, welcome to church today. It's good to have you all with us today. And uh, whether you're a regular member, whether you're visiting with us, it's great to have you here. And it's an exciting day. It's Baptism Sunday. It's Barbecue Sunday. And as we carry on through the service, as we take up our offering, if you brought a paper offering, there's a black box in the back that says give. You can drop those offerings there. Otherwise, the electronic ways that you give are up there on the screen. You can head over to our website, meadowbrook.ca. There's a big button there that says give. And so bless you as you give this morning. Uh, as we get ready to jump into the, the rest of the service here. Uh, so right after the service today, we have our barbecue, and uh, we do this on the last Sunday of June, kind of the wrap-up of our ministry year as we get ready to head into summer. Uh, everyone kind of scatters and is doing holidays and different things. So this is usually one of our last Sundays that we're all kind of together until September. And so we always have a barbecue at the end. And so as was mentioned already in the announcements today, uh, it is a fundraising barbecue. So sometimes we ask you to bring stuff. Sometimes we ask you to bring a donation. So today is a donation Sunday. And so if you forgot to bring a potluck dish, good news, you're off the hook. It's not a potluck. <laughs> And so as uh, we go today, we are raising money for Samdi, and we're going to pray for Samdi uh, at the end of the service. But Samdi is heading off to Thailand with his family uh, for a number of weeks over the summer, and so we want to raise money to help him go there. He's still trying to raise a few thousand dollars, and so all that you give today is going to that. It's going to that cause. Uh, and so we encourage you to be generous, pay whatever you want, but we encourage you to be generous. All the money will go there. Anything above $100, we can give you a tax receipt for. And then if anything comes in beyond Somdi's need, uh, we've been hinting at this and talking a little bit about this already, but we are also going to be sending a short-term mission trip off this fall, or sorry, this summer in August, and they are going to head up to Moose Deer Point. So that's where we have a connection through Derek Parento, who's one of the missionaries that we sponsor. He works amongst the First Nations people and where Billy Joe, a uh, B lives, who was here a number of weeks ago sharing, and so they have a church building on their reservation there that is falling apart, and so they have asked if we can come and put some work into that, which we are, and so uh, all the money is initially going to go to Somdi. Anything above and beyond that is going to go towards that project, and there will be more information to come about that missions trip down the road. So again, we hope you'll stay with us, and if you're visiting here with us, uh, if it's your first time here ever, please just come as our guest and come and grab some food. So when we're done the service here, uh, You'll head down to the gym, and uh, it, there's just a very orderly way to do it that is all very obvious once you get down there. Uh, there's a place to drop off your money, and then you'll grab your food, and then we're going to head outside. And so we'll just hang out in the back for a while after the service, and we hope you'll hang out with us there. All right, as we jump in here at Meadowbrook Church, we are helping people take their next steps with Jesus. Wherever you are at in your spiritual journey, we want to help you take whatever your next steps are. So as we do that, we focus on it primarily in three ways, upward, inward, and outward. We want to take our next steps upward in our engagement and connection and knowledge of God. We want to take our next steps inward as God does his work inside us and transforms us to make us more like Jesus. And we want to take our next steps outward as we live out our faith, as we engage with other people, as we share the gospel with people here in Leamington and even to the ends of the earth. And so we're looking at next steps. And we have today, we are celebrating a bunch of candidates who are taking their next steps because it's Baptism Sunday, and that's just a really good Sunday. 
Baptism Sunday is always a good Sunday. And so we have five different candidates who are going to shortly get up and share their story. But just to torture them and make them wait, I'm going to talk for a while while they sit there nervously waiting for their turn to be over. And so on Baptism Sunday, we typically at Meadowbrook have done this twice a year. We've typically done it uh, the last Sunday in June and then the last Sunday before Christmas and uh, have gotten into that rhythm. And it is a time to celebrate what Jesus is doing and how God is at work in the lives of his people. And that's always a good day. So I like to start on Baptism Sundays with this. If you are a follower of Jesus who has been baptized in water already, please raise your hand and just leave it up for a second. Just leave it up, leave it up, leave it up. So those of you who are getting baptized, just take a look around here. All these hands have been where you've been today. All these hands have taken this step and you are joining this group now. All right, thanks everybody. You are joining this group, those who have gone into the waters of baptism as a sign of their faith. Now, those of you who are not being baptized today, your job is to be the biggest cheerleaders in the world this morning. Because it's not easy to get up here. It's not easy to share in front of everybody. It takes a lot of guts and courage to do what these candidates are about to do. So your job is just 100% support and cheering and all that wonderful good stuff uh, to help celebrate and to help give them strength and courage to do what they're going to do today. For 2,000 years, water baptism has been the sign that someone is a follower of Jesus Christ. For 2,000 years, it's been the sign. Followers of Jesus have been baptized in water as a symbol by which they tell the world, I belong to Jesus Christ. I am part of the family of God. I am following after Jesus with everything. Uh, the ceremony of water baptism is something the, the kind of churchy theological word is. It is a sacrament. It literally means a holy thing. And different streams of the church have different sacraments, different ceremonies. Uh, we don't have too many in our particular stream of the church, like other Anabaptist denominations or Protestant denominations. We only have two sacraments. There are two ceremonies that we follow. One is water baptism and one is the Lord's Supper, communion. And we follow those because those are actually the only two that Jesus told us to do. Jesus told us to be baptized in water as a sign of our faith. And Jesus told us to partake of the bread and the, the wine, the the body and the blood of Jesus as a symbol, as a remembrance of what Jesus has done for us. So in simple terms, sacraments are a physical symbol of a spiritual reality. So something has changed in a person's life. There is something spiritual, something different that has gone on. And so sacraments are a physical ceremony that are, it's representing a spiritual thing that has gone on. So whatever that spiritual transformation has been, sacraments kind of put a, a physicality to it, something tangible to it. It is a way to, to symbolize and display that. And so I often uh, will use the picture of a wedding ring as being a similar type thing. So in water baptism, all these candidates are going to share the story of what God has done in their life. And as a symbol of what God has done in their life, they are baptized as a sign of what he has already been doing. And so where he has brought new life, where he has forgiven sins, where he has washed them clean spiritually, they now get baptized as a physical symbol of that spiritual reality. They're not saved and right with God because they're getting baptized, but they're getting baptized because they're right with God. 
And so on your wedding day, typically you get a ring on your finger. You're not married because you have the ring on your finger, but the ring is a physical symbol of another reality, that you're married because you've made a covenant, you've made a vow, you've made a commitment to one another before God and before witnesses, and then the wedding ring becomes the way that you tell the world you belong to somebody else. As I would say in these moments, this is how I tell all the ladies in the world, sorry ladies, I'm taken. <laughs> Off the market, I belong to somebody else. So it's a physical sign of a reality, a commitment that Sarah and I have made. Likewise, water baptism is a physical sign of a commitment that has been made. Water baptism is a way that we tell the world that I belong to Jesus, my sins have been forgiven, I have been washed clean, I have been reborn, I have been made new, I am a new person because of what the Lord has done in me. And we go into the waters as a symbol because water is just a beautiful symbol of all of those things. Water cleanses, water refreshes, water renews, water makes everything new again, everything clean again, everything fresh again. That's what Jesus has done in us. And so we go into the waters not because by doing it we're saved, but at the same time we would say if you are a follower of Jesus, you do need to go into the waters at some point. As a matter of obedience, as a matter of making that confession, as a matter of taking that step, every believer needs to do this at some point in their lives. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Jesus comes to make all things new. He comes to renew us from the inside out. He comes to transform us from the inside out. He comes to wash our sins away and make us holy. He comes to remove old bad character and restore it with new good character. He comes to transform us completely. And it's a lifelong journey that every Christ follower is on. Everyone who's going to stand up here and share today has started that journey. I am a new creation in Jesus, I am walking after him, and I am here to tell my story of what he has done in my life. I am here to make public my profession of what Jesus has done. I am here to give him the glory and the credit for where he's at work in my life. And I am here to do that with you because it is the church family that has supported all of these candidates and been a part of it. And we get to celebrate that together. And again, that's just a good day when we get to come together and do that. So that's enough out of me. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We want to hear from the candidates themselves. And so they are, in essence, preaching the sermon today. And the sermon they are preaching is the story of their life and what Jesus has done in them. So I'm going to invite Joseph to come on up first. Everybody say, hi, Joseph. Joseph has joined us on staff uh, recently as Pastor Xavier stepped down. Joseph stepped in to do some of the media stuff for us and is doing an awesome job. And Joseph is here to be baptized today. So please welcome Joseph to the stage. Hi, I'm Joseph. Uh, when I first started uh, making my testimony, I had a very hard time putting everything onto page. Um, uh, when I first uh, started doing it... Um, I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to say, um, so I'll keep it short. Uh, I've got a long way to go in my walk with God, but I believe through Him uh, I'll grow stronger alongside Him. I've got a great family that led me through the ups and downs when I was little. Uh, when we moved here from Alberta about uh, seven years ago, uh, I joined a youth group here led by Xavier. Youth group helped me immensely with my walk with God, and now I'm a leader there as well, helping kids learn about God. 
Being baptized is another milestone in my walk uh, that I'm glad to be a part of. A verse that stood out to me was Romans uh, 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thanks, Joseph. All right, next we have Xander. Xander, you've seen upstage a whole bunch uh, playing on the worship team, so please welcome Xander as he comes. Uh, hi, I'm Xander. Um, yeah. It's wrong. Hi. It's the wrong page. Uh, yeah, so I grew up in a Christian household where I went to church every Sunday, and I had great parents to show me good Christian values. I had gone to Meadowbrook for as long as I can, I can remember, and I'm glad to call this my home church. As I grew up, I always went to church, but never really got the point out of the teachings in Sunday school. I just went because my parents went to church, and of course, I had to go with. It was, it was the same thing when I got old enough to go to youth. I would only go because we played cool games and my friends were there. It wasn't, it wasn't until I joined the youth worship team where I felt God moving in me. I didn't know it at first, but he slowly made his presence in my life. I began taking worship more seriously and thinking about the words we worship and how powerful they are. I had a realization, in, uh, I, had, I had realized a sin in my life and that God made a way, way out for me. One youth night, we had Susan as our guest speaker, and she told us about how powerful prayer was and the stories of God blessing her through prayer. I felt God's presence with me, and I broke down. After that, I knew I wanted to live for Jesus. Since then, I've gotten deeper with my relationship with God. As I go through the challenges of my life, I know that he will be with me through every step. One of my favorite Bible verses is Revelation 21, verse 4. He will wipe away every tear from their eye, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. It just reminds me that at the end of the day, God makes all things new, and there will be no more pain and death. Thanks so much, Xander. I'm going to invite Megan to the stage. Megan has been involved in our youth group for many years, and uh, yeah, we're excited to have her share. So please welcome Megan. My name is Megan Simpson. I have been coming to Meadowbrook Youth for about five years and joined in with online church services during COVID and since have been coming in person for the last few months. I grew up with a loving family, but not with Jesus and the Bible in mind. I started my journey with Jesus when I started going to youth here in 2017. My best friend was asking people if they wanted to join her at youth, as many of her friends who had been going to youth hadn't, had stopped attending, and she still wanted to go but didn't want to go alone. I started going with her every Thursday, and in the process, I learned more about Jesus and his teachings, and I wanted to keep coming back, even if my friend missed a week. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior one night after worship at youth. We had been singing Lords and Revival, and I felt this immense calm and warm presence, and with my eyes closed, I saw Jesus appear, walking through the room of others worshiping and resting his hand on my shoulder. After this, I knew that I wanted to feel that presence all the time. I knew Jesus was in our presence and listening to our worship that night. He knew I needed to see him that night. There's not a doubt in my mind that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and he is one of the best things in my life. Jesus has made an immense difference in my life. I have met so many amazing people through him. I found an amazing community to help me through my journey with Christ, and I found the most important thing, a relationship with God. 
and that has allowed me to live my life knowing that he is there for me always. I've learned that Jesus is there to be my strength and to lead me through the world on his path designed specially for me. I know all this now, and I am excited for the future that the Lord leads me to in, in getting to know him better. A verse that has really stuck with me through my journey is Philippians 4, verse 6. Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray to God about everything. This verse has really stuck with me because I am a big worrier. I'm constantly worrying about things, and this verse is a reminder that God is there and he is listening to me. He doesn't want me to worry. It's been such an effective verse for me, it's on my phone lock screen as a great reminder throughout the day. This verse is a constant reminder for me that God is listening and is just waiting for me to talk to him. And it brings me great peace. As I said later in verse 7, if you do that, God will give you peace in your mind. That peace is so great that nobody can completely understand it. Man, it's a good day today. Hunter, come on up. Hunter has also been a part of our youth group for a number of years. Would you welcome Hunter to the stage? I grew up going to church with my family at NLUMC, where I went down to Sunday school and learned about the big stories like David versus Goliath and Noah's Ark. That's how I learned about Jesus and the gospel. As I got older, playing competitive travel hockey slowly ate up my weekends, so going to church went on the back burner as me and my family traveled, to, traveled every weekend to play games in different towns across the county. As I entered high school, hockey began to fade, and my studies and getting good grades became my focus. Towards the end of my grade 11 year, I started to think about reconnecting with Jesus, and I started to talk about it with some friends. They asked if I would like to go out to their youth, so I went to LEMC Youth for a few weeks, and me and my best, and my best friends, Xander and Ryan, asked if I would want to go to Meadowbrook and test the waters there. So I started coming to MB Youth every Thursday evening. Then I started to look forward to going to church on Sundays. I knew it was a, a match, up, match right away, so I started, so I connected. I connected with so many of you, and it just felt like home. Since then, Jesus has guided me through recent hardships and showed me how to rise above. He has also blessed me with inspiring mentors in Ian, Johnny, and Chris, who have taught me how to look deeper into scripture and to view it from a different angle to better understand the message. They taught me that asking questions is okay and is actually a really important part of finding my way towards Jesus. So I can look forward to what the future holds because Jesus has a plan for me and I can rest easy knowing no matter what, I'll never be alone. A recent Favorite piece of scripture of mine has been Joshua verse, chapter 1, verse 9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Thanks so much, Hunter. And finally, I'll invite Hannah to come forward. You've seen Hannah up on stage as well, and Hannah has also been involved in our youth group for many years. Hannah's heading off to Bible college in just a few weeks. Would you please welcome Hannah to the stage? Hello. It's very different talking than singing, so 
I grew up living the pastor's kid's life, spending a lot of time at church, and to this day that hasn't changed. For the first time I remember struggling in my life was moving to another province when I was 14. I had extreme culture shock as the environment I was raised in was pretty sheltered. I was thrown into a completely different society with worldly topics I had not been exposed to before. Once I'd entered high school, I started struggling with a double life, figuring out where I belong in the world. I started getting sucked into a life of sinful habits. A big part of that was my struggle, struggle with homosexual thoughts, being convinced I was something I wasn't. I can thank my youth group's core group of friends and boyfriend for pulling me out of that, and God, of course. I can, however, appreciate this perspective I have gained from the life I used to live. I feel as if I am better prepared for a life of loving and understanding people. At the end of grade 12, I went on a few life-altering trips that really deepened my connection with God. Feeling God's presence is still a struggle for me, but I've realized that God speaks to me through people and also a calling towards Bible college. I am excited for my future in a life of serving God's kingdom. A few verses that have helped me in my faith journey are Psalms 23, 1 verse 6. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He, make it, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I will feel no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and their staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And Philippians 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. All right. Well, this is a side point, but man, if there was ever just a testimony for how important youth ministry and kids ministry is, eh? Just the, the things that can get laid down and the truths that can be taught. And for all of you who are kids workers, who are youth workers and youth leaders here in the church, uh, this is partly your fruit from what you've invested and what you've prayed into and how you've been there. And that's a beautiful thing. And so we're going to go get ready to get uh, into the tank. So we're going to need a couple of minutes to do that. So I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet, please, as we continue on in worship in the service this morning.
you can take your seats. Thanks, Marissa. Come on in, Joseph. Everyone say, hi, Joseph. Welcome him back. All right, let's pray together. Father, thank you for Joe and just how you are raising him, how you are forming him, what you are forming him into, Lord. And Father, uh, as he takes this step today, we thank you, Lord, that you are with him in it and that you are blessing him in it that you are taking him further and further in you, Lord, greater in his understanding of you, further in his walk with you, Lord. Father, I just thank you just as I see the strength that you're building in this man and the strong man that he is and that you are forming him into more and more, Lord, that he will just be like a, a steadfast pillar, just a rock-solid man, trustworthy and dependable, Lord, solid and grounded in you. 
I pray, Father, that you will fill him with your Holy Spirit, Father. Protect him from whatever plans the enemies may have for him, Lord, because we know that the plans you have for him are for his good, to bring him hope and a future in all things. And so lead him onward, Spirit of the living God who dwells inside him. With great thanks, Lord, we commit him into your hands in Jesus' name. Joseph, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? Yes. Do you believe that his death and resurrection have brought you to salvation? Yes. Is it your intention to follow the Lord Jesus all the days of your life? Yes. Upon the confession of your faith in the presence of these witnesses, your Father will now baptize you. Joseph, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> So it's a little colder than we thought it was going to be today. All right, everyone say hi, Xander. Let's pray. Father, we give you thanks for Xander, Lord, for the step of faith he's taking, Lord, the boldness of his faith that we all have watched stir up and rise up. And, and even as we heard the specifics of his testimony today, Lord, even if we didn't know the specifics, we have all seen the change in this man, Lord, that you have been working in him. We're so grateful, Father, for his willingness to step up into his gifts, Lord, to worship you passionately, to serve others and be a blessing to others. We are so grateful, Father, for what you are doing there. Father, we bless the leader that you're calling him to be, and we pray, Father, that you will just show him more, teach him more, mold him more into who you are creating him to be, Father. And Father, we just bless the intimacy of his communion with you as well, and just as he... Uh, in his testimony shared of, of just knowing your presence and feeling your nearness. Uh, take him further, Father. Take him deeper in Jesus' name. May he know the depths of your spirit, the depths of your word, the depths of your love in greater and greater measure, Father. And may those things ground him deeply and steadfastly in who you are, that he will know who he is in you, and he will stand firm because of that, Lord, as you are at work in his life. Lead him forward, Lord, in his journey with you. We pray, Father, your grace upon him, your protection upon him, the fullness of your spirit upon him. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Xander, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? Yes. Do you believe that his death and resurrection have brought you to salvation? Yes. Is it your intention to follow the Lord Jesus all the days of your life? Yes. Upon the confession of your faith, in the presence of these witnesses, your friend and mentor, Chris, will now baptize you. Friday, man. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Everyone say, hi, Megan. Let's pray through the shivers. 
Father, we thank you for how you were at work, Lord. Thank you for, yeah, just a beautiful story of, of where you have been working, how you are working, Lord. Um, and again, we see it, Father, with all of these candidates. We have watched them grow. We have watched them change. We have watched you at work. And we rejoice as the church family in all of it. We are so grateful for how you grab a hold of a life, how you draw people closer to you, how you change us and transform us, Lord, how you fill us with your spirit. And so we just pray for more of that for Megan, Lord. And, and where she has uh, seen you and known you and known your presence and known your word, Lord, we just ask for more, that you would open heaven over her and pour out so much Holy Spirit upon her Father that she can't contain it in the best possible way, Lord, that she will have everything she needs in this life, that you will provide every step of wisdom and understanding and instruction and correction and just everything she's going to need to walk after you, Father. We thank you for where you are revealing yourself to her, and Father, just take her uh, deeper in into understanding, deeper into intimacy with you, Lord, deeper into that sense of your nearness, your presence, your closeness. I pray, Father, she will have more and more and more and more revelation of the living God in her life and that you will keep her so close to your heart, Father. And as the, the days unfold, as she's making decisions about her future and, and next steps to take, Lord, that it will be a peaceful journey. It will be an easy journey. You will just make the way so clear for her, Father, that the, the revelation will come quickly and easily and she will know that she is walking in the will of God for her life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Megan, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? Yes. Do you believe that his death and resurrection have brought you to salvation? Yes. Is it your intention to follow the Lord Jesus all the days of your life? Yes. All right. Upon the confession of your faith in the presence of these witnesses, your friend Bree will now baptize you. Everybody welcome Hunter into the tank. Jonathan's here as well. All right, let's pray for Hunter. Father, we thank you for your hand upon this man's life, Lord. We thank you for how you have guided him, protected him, led him into knowing who you are, Father, all the ways you were at work. Even in the years before he really knew you, Lord, we see where you were working and showing yourself to him, and we are so grateful for that. We thank you, Father, for what has come through his family and through his mentors. We thank you, Father, for where you have blessed him at, at other churches and at this church, Lord. We thank you, Father, that he knows you and that you have shown yourself to him. And we are so grateful for that. I pray, Father, that as Hunter carries forward in this life, Lord, that his light would so shine before men that they would see him and give glory to the Father in heaven, Lord, that just the light of the Holy Spirit would shine out of him, Father, and that people would see him and notice that there is something different about this man because you are with him, that your favor will be with him, Lord, in all that he does, just as you were with Joseph and others in Scripture, Lord. We pray, Father, that you will provide all the grace and understanding, the revelation, the provision, the protection that he needs in this life. And as he, Father, walks with you, that you will take him in your strong, right hand and lead him exactly where he is to go, that you would fill him over and over again with your Holy Spirit, fill him with the knowledge of your word and the understanding of God, fill him, Lord, with more of you in every way, and walk with him every step of the way, we pray in Jesus' name, amen.
Hunter, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? Yes. Do you believe that his death and resurrection have brought you to salvation? Yes. Is it your intention to follow the Lord Jesus all the days of your life? Yes. Upon the confession of your faith in the presence of these witnesses, your friend and mentor, Jonathan, will now baptize you. Hunter, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Everyone, welcome Hannah into the tent. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this woman of God. And we thank you, Father, for the steps that you are leading her into, that you have already made clear, Father. We thank you that uh, you have given her a sense of calling, a sense of moving forward. And, and even if all the pieces aren't fully revealed yet, we thank you and we trust you that everything is coming to pass exactly as you have ordained it and exactly as you will ordain it in the days to come. We pray, Father, that you will open the way for her, that you will make the path very, very clear. And as she is exploring her giftings and, and what that might look like as she takes the next steps in her spiritual journey, Lord, that you will just fill her to overflowing with your spirit. She will find her anointing, Lord, in increasing ways that you will use her to be a blessing to your church, to other people, to the lost of this world, Lord God, that you would just shine through her with the power of the Holy Spirit in every way, Lord, that you would bring her into great freedom, into great power, into great great senses of your presence, Lord, great depths of communion with you. And out of that overflow, Father, you will just do great things in her and do great things through her as she follows after you and as you use her as a tool in your hand to be a blessing and a, a contributor of the gospel to everybody she meets, Lord God. We just commit her to you with great thanksgiving, Father, for where you are working. And we pray, Lord, that you will continue to lead her in all good things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hannah, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? Yes. Do you believe that his death and resurrection have brought you to salvation? Yes. Is it your intention to follow the Lord Jesus all the days of your life? Yes. Upon the confession of your faith in the presence of these witnesses, your friend and mentor, Renee, will now baptize you. All right. Hannah Grace, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Just a good day, right? Just through and through. It's a good day. I'm going to invite John Dyke to come on forward. Uh, John, I'll tell you, John has been here early today cleaning barbecues and getting things set up. He was involved in the baptism service today. And just because I felt like he was still being too lazy, we're going to make him wrap up the service this morning. But we got a few more things to do. And, uh, and John, as one of our elders here at the church, who we trust and who we love, is going to join us as we pray for Somdi and as we welcome new members into the church as well. So would you welcome John, please? Thank you. I'm going to do my best to keep it together. <sighs> it's been a full, very full morning for me, uh, for us. And uh, it's not often that one family gets to be represented so heavily. So we're, we feel a little bit uh, heavy on the attention side this morning. 
and to me it's like bring it. This is about as good as it's gonna get, I think. Um, before we carry on, I'm gonna ask if Samdi and family would come forward, any of the Matt team, um, yeah, yeah, and the missions team would uh, come forward. Henry Peters is gonna take and we're gonna pray over Samdi. Uh, obviously his, his uh, missions uh, trip is, uh, is the main, one of the main focuses today. Bless you, brother. And uh, yeah, so we just wanna be very intentional about uh, uh, blessing them and putting God's uh, covering over them as uh, as they anticipate what He's going to do in their time away. Let's pray. Father, you have uh, just blessed me so much to be part of Sandy's life and Chance and Sarah's. Lord, what a, what a blessing it is to be able to send a lifelong missionary, a lifelong servant of Jesus to, to Thailand, where his heart is, where their heart is, to uh, spread the love and grace of Jesus Christ cost that you gave for us to come into your kingdom, Lord. What a, what a treat. And Lord, as you have placed that anointing on Samdi and Chan and Sarah to go about sharing your truth and having your spirit, you know, indwell in the people of Thailand, in the church of Thailand, as it grows and grows. Weekly, we hear of the baptisms taking place out there. Lord, you are moving, you are growing your church. This is not a Somdi thing. This is a Jesus thing. But it's amazing what you can do, Lord, through one man, through one family. And with the faithfulness, Lord, and the blessing and the inspiration that you give through, uh, through Somdi, Lord, continue to move forward this seed that he is sowing, that you cause it to grow, that you cause it, you water it and, and make it a, such a fruitful church that the leadership that he displays, the love that he displays, that it would permeate throughout the church there, that it would continue to grow and more and more people would fall into your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, amen say something? <laughs> okay, one, one. Thank you for um, every person that have been uh, uh, donations in my behalf and, and uh, thank you in advance for today. And, uh, hopefully that everything we fulfill. Thank you. Somebody, you impress me. So uh, we're going to, at this time, there's others that were uh, looking to be a part of the service this morning, those that were uh, transferring membership. Um, if we could get everybody that's becoming members uh, to come forward as well, and then along with them, uh, the board, of the, uh, whoever's represented here. So come on up. Um, there's photos um, and some of you might prefer if your photo would be enough of a representation of you. 
Uh, but come on up, the baptism candidates, the members. Um, we'd, we'd love to bless you uh, with, with, by praying over you and welcome you into the family. Lots of room up here. Come on up. And I think Rebecca's going to have... There's some guys that are going <laughs> to... Nice. I like the delegating. That's awesome. Excellent. Excellent. How are we doing room-wise? Look at that. So we thank you for this step of faith. Um, each family, uh, there's these challenges about getting along and doing things well. And so I think as a family, we want to focus on um, that entirely, to be a family and to work through the things we uh, can work together on, like missions, like a barbecue Sunday. Uh, it takes a family. It takes, it takes commitment. And we look forward to the way God is going to um, work and move in all of uh, our lives as we work together and grow as a church. And the church uh, is, is not the building, the church is the people. Uh, and so we need to remember that, that the church is not a facility, the church is us. And so we do well, uh, and we represent the kingdom well when we don't forget that. And so uh, we've been blessed this morning tremendously already. Um, but yeah, it's important to remember the commitment uh, to one another uh, as we do this Jesus thing, this Christian thing together. And so we're very blessed. Um, we're excited to walk with each of you as a church family. Uh, God's blessings uh, as we do that. We look forward to growing. And, uh, and so before I get carried away too, too much, there's been lots of food that's been cooking. And so I'd like to include that in, in my prayer um, but yeah, let's bow our heads and pray uh, as a family. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our adoption into your family. Um, Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins, making a way for us to be reconciled with you. And we thank you for it because we recognize all the good that we try to do can't do enough. And so thank you for that finished work that was on the cross because we can't add or take away and so we look to you, God, as we accept that gift of salvation. And we do this together as a church family. Would you continue to bless us through your Spirit's work um, as we look to join hands as a family and strive together as best we can to represent you both in this community and like we saw even to the ends of the earth. God, you've been so good to Meadowbrook, and we look forward to more. God, we also thank you for an event like this today, baptism and a barbecue. Wow, this is sweet. And so, God, this is just a little bit of a taste of heaven that we're looking forward to. And we look forward to all tribes, tongues, and nations. And would you help us uh, and be blessed. Thank you for this food that we're going to enjoy in a bit. And for the fellowship, the time together, we bless you as well. In Jesus' name, amen.